0: Aw, shit. I'm lagging balls.
1: That's right. Lagging balls. Your community-focused World of Warcraft podcast. For the people, by some people. With your hosts, Thorn and Fist.
0: One more show to go before BlizzCon. Oh,
1: you mean like this show, then BlizzCon? Or like this show, then one more show, and then BlizzCon? Uh,
0: Yeah, that... Oh, okay. Just checking. Thanks for clarifying. My pleasure. Was it, though?
1: Was what? What?
0: Was it pleasurable?
1: Oh, well, no, I guess. Not now that I think about it.
0: Wouldn't that be weird if you could just get a boner just hearing a word or a phrase?
1: Yeah, it'd be awesome, but also, like, potentially embarrassing.
0: Yeah, like those spy movies where they have, like, a trigger word? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. What would yours be?
0: Uh, I think we all know the answer to that. Uh... Huh. What would yours be?
1: Mayonnaise. Gross. Wait, why? Because it's just oh so sexy. It is the sexiest okay, no, no, of no. the sandwich.
0: Nope. Nope. But That's a, that's enough. But You're gonna you ruin asked. mayonnaise for me. You I don't asked. I don't need that in my life. You asked. Okay. More importantly. What's more important than mayonnaise?
1: Blizzard gave us Four virtual tickets to give away, they and sure instead did. of announcing the winners now, we're actually going to wait until the very end of the show and make everybody wait. No, can we thr- do
0: it now? Yeah, of course. Nice.
1: We're not. We're not those guys.
0: I always get what I want. Listen,
1: listen. <laughs> if you're here to hear if you won or not, you don't want to wait until the fucking end of see, the show.
0: See. Also, we will post the winners.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But on- here's, yeah, and here's here's the, an important deal. We didn't want any of those to go to waste, so we did put one rule into effect. Um, 24 hours from just now when we pick the winners, we um, are sending out an email after this recording. And if you don't respond to that within 24 hours, which was would probably be shortly after you hear this, if you're hearing it as soon as it comes out, then you're going to forfeit your ticket. So yeah. 24 hours from when I send out that email, uh, if you miskeyed your email or if you don't check that email and you made it up or something like that, whatever, you're not going to win and we'll give it to the next winner. So if you're not one of these four, there's still a chance, uh, but it's not likely.
0: Right. So. Also we just wanted to clarify we we didn't choose these people. this was a, a n- random number generator. A lot of our friends and family entered this contest yeah and we fuck
1: you friends and family didn't
0: choose them no we made it fair. <laughs> it's fucking fair. okay a robot did it's it
1: legit you're all in a spreadsheet. And you all have a number you've all been reduced to a number.
0: yeah and a robot chose those numbers. Yes. So let's find out. Who the winners are? Drum roll, uh, engage. (laughs) See, I could have just, like, gotten a, a drum roll, like, sample. Sound effect? Put that in. No problem. But that's extra work for all of this, and this is tired out.
1: No, no, no. This is the, um, Christmas vacation. Right. Approach.
0: So okay, who's number one? Who who did it? Who's who's the, the first The winner?
1: winner of our four is what the Muadib. Muadib.
0: Muadib.
1: Hey, he buddy. said and he wanted us to, so as you entered, there was also a space for you to write something you wanted us to say if you happened to win. Muadib said, My six year old son wants to work for Blizzard. Nice. Wanted by internship, please. Can't wait until he's old enough to go to BlizzCon in person. Love the LB pod. Happy to see you guys succeeding with filthy mouths.
0: Aw. <laughs> How do you know my mouth was filthy?
1: Well <laughs> filled put. with delicious. And Remnants who's the second winner? Bonito.
0: The second winner is uh Kavothe?
1: I was saying Kavath, I don't know.
0: Kavathe K V O T H E. Otherwise known apparently as the Pipe Lair.
1: <laughs> Kavoth, nice. Kavothi, Kavuthi, congratulations. Kavoth. Congrats, man. Our third winner is AQ.
0: AQ it's
1: AQU. E Q U
0: U U U U E Thank you.
1: And he's uh known as AQ the Lurker.
0: How you doing, AQ the Lurker?
1: He will not answer because he's a lurker.
0: Sure, that's fine. And our last winner is Radink. And Radink says, "Just happy to win. Can't afford these extra things in my life. Extra grateful thanks. Nice. You're welcome, buddy. All right. All right, so Liz. Kavothi. AQ, and Rad Inc. Those are our four winners. And yes, thank you to Blizzard. Uh, these these uh, four virtual tickets came straight from Blizzard, courtesy of Blizzard. They want you to have a good time, even if you can't actually go to BlizzCon. And uh, they entrusted us with their responsibility of uh, bestowing their sweet, juicy gifts upon people's unsuspecting faces and stomachs.
1: What? <laughs> I don't know. I was just going to... As usual, I was just going to let you go and see where that ended up.
0: Maybe I should stop stopping myself and see what happens.
1: <laughs> I guess. Congratulations, guys. Um, thank you all. The rest of you all who entered, there were a lot of entrants. Holy There was balls. quite
0: a bit. Yes. Lots of people want to see the virtual ticket this year. It's yeah. It promises to be the best one yet. Indeed. Yeah. So, congratulations. We will let you know via email and... Uh, social media.
1: And those of you who are just here to hear if you want or not, thanks for joining us. Goodbye. We'll see you later.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, don't go because we have an amazing interview this episode. It's we coming do. up very, very soon, but it's freaking Automatic Jack. Automatic Jack. Hell yes. Yeah, yes. So we'll get to that in a second, but first, Thorne, what have you been up to this week?
1: I was fortunate enough to be on both the Gankbush Squad podcast and the Dadbeards podcast this past week. We'll put both links up to the show notes. They're both up, and I'll also be on Convert to Raids, Battlenet News this Tuesday.
0: Wow! So
1: BlizzCon fast approaches, and we are busy as hell. Of course, which is awesome. I mean, thanks again fuck to the, yeah, both of those shows for inviting me on the Gangbush Squad podcast. Those guys were hilarious. It was a good show. Um, and if you take a look at their, uh, the image they put along with their show. Um, it's Rhaegar holding up four loco. There's a story behind that. Check it out. Those guys are really funny. Uh, and we had a good time. And the dad beard podcast is one of Mick Montgomery's shows, which was a pleasure and an honor to be invited to, which was really awesome. And those mm-hmm. guys were way fun. So, uh, definitely check both of those out. What about you fist?
0: <coughs> <coughs> <Huh>. Um, let's <laughs> see. <laughs> uh, I was on CTR, Net News last Tuesday, had a good time. As usual.
1: We're like um we're like a plague upon a CTR. I
0: know. I feel bad for CTR. It's like <laughs> it's like Pat is under these false pretenses that we're like cool and entertaining.
1: Well, I don't know if it would go that far, but
0: I think we've heckin' bamboozled him. <laughs> once, once he sees us in person again at BlizzCon, he'll be like, oh god. Oh, it was you. You guys. Oh, oh, oh! Wait, no, that that doesn't
1: work because he sees us on camera during the CTO I know, but it's
0: different because, you know, we smell bad. We look bad. You know, there's so many filters you can use. Right, because smell is the greatest um, indicator
1: of... of, And once he gets a whiff...
0: Right, right, right. When I give him a big bear
1: hug, he'll get a whiff and he'll be like, Last year.
0: Yeah, and then, like, once you, like, let go of him, there'll be, like, this gross, like, oozing trail between you two because obviously both of us are covered in slime. It's not
1: gross. It's I, a part of us. I
0: know, but other people might think it's gross. No. Because it's essentially, you know, like an influx of mucus
1: <laughs> that happens when... It's just protective mucus. I know
0: it's protective.
1: It's not the same.
0: I know it's not our fault, okay? I've like- come to terms with it, but I'm just saying it's not overly accepted in, in the public.
1: Yeah, not like the guy I saw digging in his nose at Walmart today.
0: What's that, that all about? That's Walmart for you. That's me I don't know if you've ever been there before. That's the but stuff that's not cool. That's a Walmart thing. Anyway, so I was on CTR. You're going to be on <laughs> CTR this week. And uh, we're going to be uh, chilling with the CTR folks, going to that party of theirs. Uh, Pat said that uh, if we wanted to do a meetup of sorts, that we could use that party for that Purpose. Oh hell yes! Um, we just assume that you guys are going to be there anyway, so we will also be there. We will also be at Con before the storm, hanging around the CTR table. Um, so if you can't find us at the convention, we will be at those two parties and come over and say hi.
1: Yes, but let's call that let's call that official. Okay. Lagging balls meet up at the Convert to Raid CTR party first night of BlizzCon. Yeah. If and- you are going and ye be of the LB persuasion. Get your ass over here, and let's, like, form a big friendship ring or some shit. Let's fucking, like, share all of our mucus I
0: don't think we should do that. Why not? Because I just... I feel like I want to show everybody that LB listeners are the classiest, most respective motherfuckers out there, and also the most attractive... So, we should just be, you know... Oh,
1: so if you think we, if we gather too much attraction in one place, it just, like, won't be fair to the other shows? It won't
0: be fair, and then people <laughs> will hate us. So, let's just try to be kind to everybody and show everyone how awesome ballers are. Okay. Also,
1: so don't share your mute they're going to be giving
0: away uh, these little plastic swords at the CTR party, and we all need to stick those between our legs and walk around like they're penises.
1: Of course. That'll be our signature move. Like, yeah. are you here for I LB? challenge and all clearly... of you
0: to a sword-penis duel.
1: Ooh, I'm gonna leave that one to you because I have a real penis that's going to like get hit. What by do you
0: that. call this? I stand corrected. Yeah, that's what I thought. Anyway, so aside from that, this is kind of embarrassing, but uh, thank you everybody for voting for me to be on the Azeroth Roundtable BlizzCon prediction episode. Uh, Congratulations, I, I got on there. I did that thing.
1: You're being embarrassed. Don't be embarrassed. Uh, the people have spoken,
0: and it's not embarrassing. It's just really flattering and. Uh you know just really flattering. So uh it's me and Jocelyn Moffitt, two Canadian ladies. Uh Canadians are apparently kind of popular right now, so I'm definitely banking on that. So thank you guys so much. <laughs> um I will try really hard not to let you down and make sure it's a great show. So that's going to be this Thursday. Um and then uh for us, Thorn and I, we are going to be on the Lords of the Storm podcast on Wednesday. Really excited about that. You know we love our zords so much, even Mm -hmm. though one of them wants to kill us. Won't say who, so that's happening. So, you're on uh, CTR Tuesday. Uh, We are on Lords of the Storm Wednesday. I am on Azeroth Roundtable on Thursday. Yes. And somehow, we're also going to be trying to get ready for BlizzCon, so I don't know. And
1: then we have the stream, our stream, on Friday.
0: And we have that on Friday. So,
1: four days, five days out of this week, you can get some LB love somehow up in you. In one form or another. Opinion. (laughs) Um, And our raid team is pissed. (laughs) Sorry, fellas. Having trouble getting a raid with all that.
0: Sorry, guys. But yeah, so we had our LBI on Friday night. We talked about uh, video game movies and TV shows. Had a good time. That was really fun. Um, So that'll be on YouTube shortly if you would like to see that. So uh, why don't we get right into that interview with Automatic Jack?
1: Yes, let's.
0: So, Automatic Jack, you know him. He was one of the casters for the MDI, the cutest one, uh, the one that was like, ah, oh, priests are awesome. You know that one? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, he's a priest healer for uh, the Guild Vision on um, Thrall US. He finished Mythic Tomb of Sargeras US 13th, World 51st. Okay. He Nailed. streams all his raids, he's always streaming. Um, he writes for Wildhead, he makes instructional videos, he offers coaching. Um, And he's just insanely knowledgeable about the game. And we are so freaking lucky to have him on Lagging Balls. Like he like bumps up this like shit show of a podcast like 90% just because like he's so intelligent and classy as far as I know. I mean, doesn't he seem like a classy dude to you?
1: Definitely. Absolutely. He's right. He's a professional. He's
0: professional. But yeah, so let's get into that. Drum roll! Please. Do we need another drum roll? Sure. Yeah, yeah, that's perfect. Here, here it goes. Roll the clip, ballers. We've got automatic Jack here with us, star, if you will, of the Mdi caster extraordinaire. Probably the best priest ever, ever.
2: There's been some good ones before me, and
0: and currently. Right. And see. Really
2: good ones in the Mdi. <laughs>
0: really yeah. Really so. Good
2: ones in the Mdi.
0: <laughs> so humble, though. Which also counts, you know, making him probably the best priest ever. No offense to all the priests I know. And all the priests listening. Oh god, I'm just digging myself into a hole here. Um, it was a anyway. Road. No, but you could probably resurrect me, right? No.
2: I'm sure it's got a pretty large range, no matter how far yeah. far you fall. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Pull me out. Pull me quick. So you're here. And can I just say, I watched all of the MDI. Like all of it. All of it. Yeah. Except for, like, the one time I fell asleep sitting up in my chair. <laughs> but that was only for, like, 15 minutes. But I watched the whole thing. You were amazing.
2: Yeah, I appreciate it. It was a lot of fun.
0: Hell yeah. So, before we get into the MDI, because we're all su- still hype about it, why don't you tell us about yourself?
2: Well, for everybody who does not know, I am Jack. I am uh, the guide writer for Wowhead for Priest for Disc and Holy. Uh, I also stream on Twitch and I make YouTube videos all under the name Automatic Jack. Just J-A-K at the end. Um, and I've been streaming for about two, two and a half years now. And yeah, this is my first experience being able to cast any kind of like major WoW event or anything like that. So it was uh, it was an amazing opportunity. I loved it.
0: Did you want to be a caster? Like, do you, do you see yourself being a caster in the future? Like, what what are your plans?
2: I'm hoping so. Um, and it was something that I never really thought that dungeons would be kind of the conduit for them to do uh, like competitive PvE, right? I always thought it was like, oh yeah, it would be a lot better if they did things with raids. But uh, after, you know, being a part of this event, it really was just incredible being a part of casting casting live, and hopefully there's more opportunities to do in the future.
0: I certainly hope so, too, because you the, the whole MDI, like, the whole thing behind it, it, it's like, have you seen that movie Basketball? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of like that. It's, it's just like, it's something that the the, the normal, if you will... World of Warcraft player is doing, if they're doing any current content or endgame content, and usually not at that high a level, but it's stuff that we're doing, and the only WoW esport that we've had so far, obviously, is PvP, and for whatever reason, I don't know, people just don't really like doing PvP generally. Arguably, it's kind of difficult to understand what you're watching, you know, and since people- Exactly. It's way too quick, but you know, you've got the the normal wild WoW player watching people do these dungeons that they've been to and it's 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 relatable.
2: Yeah. And yeah. it's very easy to replicate the, you know, people's strategies, you know, watch for when, you know, teams are using their big cooldowns, things like that, you know, it's very easy for other people to kind of emulate. And that's that's what I think that you want the most out of, you know, any kind of competitive game where you're seeing in you know, a league or CS:GO, you know, they're having specific builds, they're having certain strategies, things like that um and that's what you want is to have it very easily replicated onto just anybody
0: Totally, and you know makes it enjoyable yeah and it's so cool that you got to be a part of it because like that was the first the first time like anyone has yeah. ever seen it like it's completely new and you're like right there on the forefront you're like a freaking pioneer dude it
2: was, it was amazing uh, and it was also really awesome to able to work with like sleep bag you know work with um... And just all you know, the entire crew that was in there. So it was, uh, it was pretty amazing being a part of it. Totally.
0: What's Robert Wing like IRL? <laughs> he's very <laughs>
2: interesting. He's very interesting. He um, he's very, he's very personally. <laughs> uh, uh, he's, he's a lot. He's a dynamo. He's a dynamo. Sure, sure. Yeah, him and Sloot were able to kind of trade some head shaving tips and things like that with each other before the shows. So that was that's
0: so sweet. Yeah,
2: they had a not- of a bond.
0: You're not going to shave your head, right?
2: Uh, no plans to, no. I might take a trip to the Celeste Salon at BlizzCon, but we'll see.
0: Oh, really? Oh, dude. You know what would be really funny if you showed up at BlizzCon with a bald cap on? I
2: don't think anybody would recognize me.
0: (laughs) No, probably not. (laughs) I don't think it
2: was look good at all.
0: (laughs) Anyway, so the MDI, what was it like behind the desk?
2: Uh, first, first day we had, like, a rehearsal and things like that, and we were kind of just going over the top of the show. And we were able to watch some of the teams that were, like, practicing uh, on the tournament realms. And we were able to kind of just, you know, practice casting over there. So a lot of it was kind of stumbling uh, with Sleep and I working together. Like, I had some times where I was just completely forgetting what I was going to be saying. And, yeah, you know, we were trying to, like, work together on, oh, hey, this team, you know, just died to something. And we need to call that out while we're in the middle of explaining what the boss actually does, right? Right. So uh, the first rehearsal day, I feel like I stumbled a lot. But as, uh, as the weeks went on, I feel like I gained, you know... A lot more confidence, got a lot more comfortable with it, and it was really, really fun uh, when Sloot and I had it just going on all cylinders, being able to talk about what was going on, pointing out, you know, any big strats, any you know significant mechanics that were going on, things like that. Mm-hmm. It was really cool. You know, the end when we're seeing teams, you know, switch from Horde to Alliance for a specific dungeon so that they could have this awesome strategy for it. You know, <laughs> it was really, really cool there.
0: For some reason, I didn't imagine that there would be any rehearsals and stuff but that makes total <laughs> sense because it's it, casting isn't something that you can just decide to do and do it well you know you it's, know
2: thing they were kind of talking to us about was you know just getting more time behind the desk and yeah. getting comfortable with that because um like rich campbell for example he's you know tons and tons of hours uh behind the desk same thing with rob uh same thing with healing stat you know they got lots and lots of experience um being able to ask questions give questions uh answer them, all, all kinds of stuff like that, so that was interesting, and they were really, really helpful going forward of, like, you know, how to adjust your posture, how to, you know, maintain good eye level with people, you know, make sure you're nodding like you're listening, but you're not being a bobblehead, things like that, you know? <laughs> yeah, so,
0: sure. and it was it was so cool, because, like, you guys seem to have a really fantastic chemistry, and that, like, as as the weekends went on, that really, like, shone through a little bit, and then by the end, you guys were just, like, kind of a meme, Yep. And it was, it was like, I mean, I'm probably biased, but it was, it was the most entertaining, like, casting I've ever seen. Because it was just, you know, like, we're we're all experiencing this thing for the first time, and you guys are kind of setting a precedent for, like, not, I don't think professional is the word, because it it was all very professional, but it was, it was more lax, you know? It was like, the camaraderie was, was evident, and it just... It made, like, the, the gameplay was exciting on its own, but the casting and just the banter between you guys was fantastic, because we all felt like we were in on it with you, and you're all so knowledgeable and friendly, and I don't know, it it just, I feel like if you guys had taken this more seriously, it it would have been to the detriment of the whole thing. Did you, have you been hearing feedback like that, or is that just me?
2: Uh, I think people really liked how relaxed it was, and that was one of the things that the the director, of the esports team for WoW, they they really wanted from the get go. They wanted to make it laid back. They wanted to just have a good time. Uh, they didn't really put any kind of like restrictions on like you know don't say this, don't you know nothing like <laughs> that. They said hey you know go on there, be yourself, you know common sense stuff uh, going forward. So it was great, and it was also nice because we were basically spending all of our time with each other, right? Uh, right. Yeah, you we know, were. we're spending 10 plus hours at the studio even in between when we were on salute and i would just be in the back you know watching uh rich and trekkie cast and we'd be kind of going over like oh what's happening in this group or we'd be reading twitch chats you know what people are talking about you know so there's a lot of fun uh and and definitely the, as we got you know more comfortable around each other i think it got a lot easier just to uh, have a very good flow
0: you you guys are all in a committed relationship now too right like that's the thing
2: oh my are we
0: it's it's kind of like we can see like we can see it we we can see it. I mean, you don't have to talk about it. It's fine, but we all know it's okay, fine. Okay. I gotcha. What is your favorite dungeon to do in Legion?
2: Probably quarter stars. Probably quarter stars.
0: Interesting. Okay.
2: Uh huh. I love um. I don't know. I love the aesthetic of it. I love that there's you know really specific mobs that give very high mob count and things like that uh-huh. that, to, that are really dangerous to kill. Have to take them down quickly, and then you proc um you know one of the the boss ads and stuff like that to come out. I like that a lot sure
0: okay I've never heard anybody say that before
2: really it's like yeah. a gorgeous instance I love it I
0: it's beautiful I like it. but oh it, my
2: al- God. it also like has really good gear with some of the set bonuses people like having that ring it gives more auto attack speed so like people really want to run it because there's really good incentives for it so even if it's like a less favorable week everyone's like oh let's run quarter stars
0: <laughs> okay that makes sense you've uh, you've argued your case so if that's your favorite dungeon to do was it your favorite dungeon to watch during the nbi
2: probably one of them and but there's two parts to like what i enjoyed watching about the Mdi. so there's part okay. of that of like oh watching the teams you know play really cleanly uh you know chewing through the instances really rapidly but then there's also like <laughs> parts where there are fails and there are a lot of fails and <laughs> so i don't think i'll ever forget the arcway the 43 death arcway
0: Oh there's my like, god. Or just
2: arcways in general during the tournament cuz there were some really rough uh arcway runs for each. Oh team.
0: yeah. But that yeah, also the-
2: showed like really cool strats because you had like the Australian team honestly, they had, you know, four stealthers and a warlock and they just kept on letting the warlock die so they could res him past any mob counts and stuff like that. It was great.
0: Yeah, I it, it's funny cuz like you're right about it, being impressed and seeing teams really utilize all of their utilities and just get through or, you know, just use brute strength and get through the dungeon without an issue and do it really quickly. That was great to watch, but just watching them wipe over and over and over, it's like like a watching NASCAR, I guess, why anyone would do that. And, like, you know, you don't want anybody to get hurt, but at the same time, you really wouldn't mind seeing a car crash. It's just It was kind of like that. Just, like, the weird strats that they were coming up with was just, it's so interesting. Yeah,
2: especially because you also can look at, like, what are the generally... Accepted strategies that you would go into, like in a pug, for example. Um, I know, like one thing, for, like halls of valor, right? Like nobody in pugs ever pulls like the middle pack. That's the one that they brew up, right? So they right. just you know throw the mug at it, then they run past it. Well, with these, like every single team always pulled the middle pack. So that was one thing that was kind of interesting of like shifting, you know, where it kind of trickles down, like raiding trickles down, where you know certain raid boss strategies get spread out through fat boss yeah. guides, through you know methods POV kill videos, whatever. And that stuff all trickles down and that's what everybody runs, you know, going forward. So that's kind of interesting we are having a tournament like MDI, which is, you know, redefining how people are doing these dungeons that have been out for, what, about a year? Something like yeah,
0: that? Yeah, almost.
2: Yeah, it's really, really cool yeah. to see. And it was really great having somebody like the really big streamers who are hosting, who are, you know, who stopped the, their own streams in order to watch the tournament. It was actually amazing. Um, totally. I mean, you had Nuguro, for example, who was competing at one point. You had uh, Quinn, who was competing as well. But even after, like, they were knocked out, they were saying, hey, you know, here, I'm hosting the MDI, I'm going to watch this, and then when we're done, we're going to stream and stuff like that. And it was really, really cool to see, you know, all those people getting behind it. You know, Asmongold uh, hosting it as well, right as we're getting started up. So it was awesome seeing everybody kind of unify and get behind it after you see so many people who were just like, oh, lol, wow, PvE is going to suck. And then, like... Yeah.
0: Get like, almost 60,000
2: people watching in the finals. Exactly. So was
0: really that was so great. It just, ugh. And like the chat room was ridiculous as usual, but yes. no, it was, <laughs> it was really sweet. And I just, the positivity coming out of the WoW community is is not often seen on Twitch, but there it was. So yeah. it's pretty sweet with lots of memes. So which affix combo do you feel was the most challenging for the teams in the MDI?
1: Ooh,
2: probably that Raging Grievous Fortified. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And that was just the healer's nightmare, and it, it also kind of tied into what instances that they did, you know, some of the yeah. more scary, ones, like watching a Black Rick Hold on Raging Grievous Fortified, you would just get a Raging Archer that would just one-shot people, because, <laughs> yeah, it was good. And it really put even more pressure on those teams to be like, hey, we gotta get our CC chains together, we've gotta outrange these things. Yeah. Um, you know, all that stuff, and it really, really came into play there.
0: I get... For some affixes and like and and dungeon combos, just I was feeling sick <laughs> like I just like I'm trying to imagine it. it was just ridiculous
2: well it was crazy with the i believe it was teeming explosive volcanic is what I want to say that it was uh <laughs> where that was the that was the odd affix right and we're like, oh yeah, yeah, that's gonna be you know that's gonna be a breeze, teams are gonna roll over that stuff like that, and that didn't happen at all
0: <laughs> no, it didn't. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I mean, you, you even threw people into, like, Seat of the Triumvirate, which I loved, and, yeah, it was an like explosive volcanic team, yeah. And, you know, those teams all really struggled with it, you know, even though yeah. it was some of the easier affixes, uh, or con- was considered it because you didn't have Fortified or Tyrannical to deal with.
0: Yeah, that was interesting. Like, do you think that Seat of the Triumvirate had been out for, like, what, a week or so at that
2: point? Probably, I think it was two or three weeks it had been out.
0: Okay. And everyone really struggled on that. Do you think just because they hadn't been running it for almost a year? Like, what what happened there?
2: Part of that is, yeah, they just hadn't been running it for a while. But the other part is you have to look at how you devote your practice time. Because the mm-hmm. finals were a best of five, and you still had to get through your semifinals first. And, you know, practice all those maps that you've had a lot of experience with. But, yeah. like Raider IO, for example... Um, they probably practiced Sea of the Traveler a lot. I think they actually completed it in time on the tournament realm. Um, I think they at least two chested it or something like that. I believe that they were saying when we were on uh, final boss, and they never got an opportunity to run it because they dropped their Moss Souls map. So that stuff nice. was it was really really rough on them. Where you have to look at how you devote your time into practicing these maps, and because it's best of five, and you know you should have a pretty good chance of bouncing back. So I think that was one thing that you know free Marcy. Definitely didn't practice it.
0: Uh, <laughs>
2: but they went, you know, they went ahead to win it because they were stronger on all the rest of the maps. Yeah, it's more of a tactical pick of like how you devote your time.
0: Okay, yeah, because that was that was, was mind boggling. Just it was messy. <laughs> it was really messy and just really amazing to watch. Even though I felt bad, did you did you see like an APAC victory or? Because I know some people were sure, but most people were saying like it was I O and Primo at the uh, end.
2: I wouldn't have been shocked to see honestly, in the finals, but I was always surprised to see Free Marcy in the finals because uh, Free Marcy never looked like dominant. Like, they won their games enough to get to where they yeah. were. But they never looked like dominant. The way, honestly, just like blue teams out of the water. Premonition, mm. blue teams out of the water. Ray blue teams out of the water. Um, so I was really shocked that they won it all, spoiler. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I wasn't surprised to see uh, a team from APAC in the finals. That was something where, you know, any of the team... That were made to the semifinals could have won it all, and you definitely felt, you know, how close together that those teams were. So it was really, really good uh, in that way that we were able to to highlight how good these teams all all were together.
0: Yeah, and it just the way that they not necessarily squeaked by, but you know, just like sort of sneaked up there and just took it all. Like I yeah, think is really it's really telling because WoW is just so diverse in all facets. So it's it's not necessarily like massive DPS and it's not necessarily creative strats and it's not necessarily like precision, you know? It can just be just good players who understand the game really well and care and stick- about it.
2: And sticking with it because the yeah. experiments were going on for, you know, eight to ten hours. So, you know, being able to stay with your group, stay focused, bring your best to every single dungeon, things like that really came to play, especially for the finals where the APAC teams they were up at, like, 3 or 4 in the morning, and they stayed up all that yeah. long just to be able to <laughs> compete, you know? And that's what's going to happen in, you know, such a big global tournament like that, is that, you know, no matter what time zone you pick, you know, it's still going to be awkward for somebody.
0: Totally. And I don't know about you, but if I'm doing a dungeon at, like, 6 in the morning, I'm not doing that dungeon. I'm just there. Yep. <laughs> okay, so switching gears a little bit, we want to talk to you more about like being a priest and, and playing WoW. Well. Um, so we have uh, a priest in my raid team. He's your biggest fan. Yeah. Uh, he goes by Platinum Monkey. So uh, he wants to know, why play priest compared to any other healing class?
2: Well, you, a lot of it is liking, you know, being able to switch it up depending on what you want to be doing. You know, if, if a good priest healer has knowledge of both disc and holy, you're able to bring huge variety of types of healing, of benefits, utility, everything like that, to your Mythic Plus group, to your Raid group, all kinds of things like that. Uh, there might be some instances where I'm going to lean on using my Legendary Cloak in a Mythic Plus dungeon because I know that it's not going to add any points to the timer, and that way I can plant my feet, keep on healing no matter what. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, this week I'm worried about five Cats on Darkheart Thicket, the very first mob pull. So I'm going to play Holy for that, and I'm going to have you know my Legendary Cloak, so I'm just going to let it kill me Uh, I pop into Angel Form and I heal everybody else and make sure everybody everybody else lives. I don't have to worry about myself. You know, you go into playing disc, you're able to have, you know, large absorbs, you're able to boost people's effective HP. Raids, you have insane burst healing. So even things like kill Jaden's Darkness uh, entering into phase three, you know. Yeah. Huge burst of damage. But you can instantly reverse that if you're a disc priest, you know. Uh, If you're in more fights with sustained healing, you know. Him's not the most amazing CD uh, ever, but you... To balance that out, you're having much more consistent, stronger healing outside of your cooldowns, mm-hmm. which is always a nice thing to have. So you're not tied to having just a really good trank uh, in order to do well. So It's a lot of variety, um, and with the way that the expansions have gone, you're always able to be playing both of them, uh, if you so choose, and being able to switch them up. And it's really nice now because you don't really have to be worrying about artifact power all that much in order to play yeah. both.
0: Okay. And it's fun, right?
2: It's a lot of fun.
0: It's a lot of fun. <laughs> have you always been playing priest, or well, has that yeah. always been your main?
2: My first character was actually rogue, uh, back in interesting. Yeah, back in mid early Cata, I think. So it wasn't until Moth that I was able to switch to my priest because if, at first I was in like a super guild that had a bunch of different raid groups going on. Sure. And we would, I have you know, my, my priest, I have a paladin, I have a DK, I was just kind of. Play a bunch of them and never really focused on one at all. Mm. Uh, but then I really just wanted to get more serious about raiding, and uh, so I got into a very serious guild with my rogue. And then their Disc priest quit playing. So, uh, and at the time in MOP, Disc priest was the most insane thing ever. So uh-huh. <laughs> I jumped into that role as quick as I possibly could, <laughs> and stay there.
0: Well, that's cool. I I love that people who just sort of fall in love with a specific class and get really hype about it and usually they never set out to play that at all it just kind of happened and they just sort of took to it do you believe that that some people are better suited for a certain class or do you think anybody can play anything
2: uh i think there's definitely people like for their main for their favorite things like that i think it's you know when you when you hit it you know it you know yeah it's something that is definitely going to just stick with you um but i think anybody can play any class to a certain extent you know you're seeing all these top raiders for example playing you know four, five, six classes, and they're playing them at a very, very high level. So those things that's are definitely true. possible. It's just that's depending true. on your time, your effort, your interest in all those other classes, because if you're not enjoying what you're playing, you're probably not going to be playing it that well.
0: Exactly. And that's the point, right? Like, this is a fun game. Like, the point exactly. is to have fun playing the game.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That's right. Yeah, it broke my heart for Primo switching out their Fire Mage periodically. Oh, yeah, you're
2: switching Fire Mage to Rogue.
0: Yeah. I just it's just there's something about seeing like your own class and spec doing yeah. like doing work. Oh, yeah. It's just it uh, <laughs> feels good, I, man.
2: I think you know how good that felt for me, right?
0: Oh hell's yeah. <laughs> okay, so what are you doing in game currently?
2: Uh, jumping on pillars. Oh. Okay. Oh, okay. Um. Oh, I see. <laughs> Big picture. Oh, I gotcha. <laughs> uh, right now my guild we're on we're on farm content. Um, so we're just we're doing split mythics right now. So we're gonna be mm-hmm. working on split mythic KJ probably this coming week. Um, so it's you know two or three, three two or three days a week instead of the four we always have during progression, um, gotcha. which is really really nice to have. So hopefully KJ won't take us too long. But I'm also working a lot more on mythic plus and getting a lot more experience, you know, pushing higher and higher keys um, on my priest right now.
0: What's your highest my, key so far?
2: My highest. We did two twenty ones yesterday. I did a <laughs> twenty one cathedral. That we wiped on the second-to-last boss, and we no. didn't finish in time, unfortunately. Uh, and then we did a 21... I think it was a vault. Wow. Yeah, we wiped on the second boss, and that killed it. But best in time has been a 20, uh, Ivashara.
0: Wow! Okay. See, that's just... I, Ugh. I'm, i like, so impressed right now that I'm, like, choking on everything. Okay. So, <laughs> do you play any other Blizzard games?
2: Yeah. Uh, I play Overwatch, um... And sometimes I'll play a little bit of Hearthstone Arena.
0: Cool. Who's your Overwatch main?
2: Uh, when I first started playing, it was Genji. Mm-hmm. Now I've been playing a lot more Ana and competitive, trying okay. to get better. Trying to get better at Mercy, but I keep getting caught out. Like people really want to kill Mercy these days.
0: Oh yeah, because she's basically the most important hero that anyone can have on their team. No. But uh, I'm glad that you said support because yeah, it'd be weird if you weren't support.
2: Well, that's the thing is, when I first started playing, I wasn't playing support. And everyone was like, why aren't you playing Mercy? It was just like, because I want to kill people.
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe I, maybe I don't want to. I want to fight maybe back. am a little angry. <laughs> that's right. Hey, there's there's such thing as a quote-unquote battle Mercy. That's right. There's, there's not, though. No, That's a myth.
2: Oh, okay. I, myth. I do that, but...
0: Really? <laughs> <laughs> sometimes. I mean, hey. So, um, overall, thoughts on Legion and Tomb of Sargeras?
2: Uh, Legion's been, a, it's probably competing with my favorite expansion so far. I would say, like with every expansion you have to like think about like the systems in game that you enjoy or don't enjoy, but also like the people,
0: right, mm-hmm. it's like
2: what's going on outside of it. So like, one I didn't enjoy a lot of like the gameplay, but I love the raids and I love the people that I've played with. You know, Mop yeah. I loved a lot of everything, so it's probably my favorite expansion. But Legion's getting close, uh, especially with how well Legion's kind of identified issues and tried to plug them as best as they can like mm-hmm. ADE really sucked at the beginning of the expansion I felt like I was obligated to do it otherwise I couldn't be brought to raid right. and then now it's fine now it's, I don't really worry about it at all it's totally fine artifact knowledge is a really good system with how they're doing it now um, and it's not something I really worry about legendaries could be better um, I wish there was less legendaries I wish they were less impactful mm-hmm. so I'm playing my DK alt and uh, my friend's mythic Guild on the weekends from time to time and I only have one in Holy Legendary, so it feels kind of bad when I'm competing with the other guy who has two of the best ones. Yeah. So things like that uh, are kind of a pain, but uh, I think that's one thing that they've kind of hopefully recognized, uh, identified of, like, the future expansions. And yeah. hopefully we'll, uh, you know, keep on improving on that one. Uh, Tumasar Garrison was a pretty fun raid, but all the Soaking mechanics really got old pretty quick. So if they, like, shuffled <laughs> all the raid bosses for this entire expansion all together, then they'd be, like, really good fights. But having okay. all of them in the same instance at once really is tiring.
0: I I didn't actually notice all of the soakage until someone brought that up in a Q&A. And then, and and then, then you, I was like, you, oh, you you can't yeah. can't it. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of soaking. <laughs> but I mean, that's fine. I guess for me, like, as a mage, it's fine, because if you need to go and soak, you just blink. But, yeah, no, lots of soak. But, yeah, no, I like what you said at the beginning, including... Like, who you're playing with and and who you're having fun with as a factor of, like, why you like an expansion. Because people are always ragging on what and sometimes MISS and and CATF, certainly. But when I look back on all those things, like, I don't focus on what I didn't like. I'm focusing on, like, what happened and who I was playing with. And you're absolutely right. I think more people should you know, look back on these expansions that are admittedly less popular and just, you know, like, you're still playing, obviously, if you're having memories about it. Like, there must have been something good about it, right?
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and that's the thing is, like, the people will keep you playing the expansion more than, than anything else.
0: Mm-hmm. That's that's important, listeners. Find, pe- find people that you like to play with.
2: For, like, rating in general. Like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, if you're not enjoying... The people you're raiding around. You're not gonna enjoy the raids, you're not gonna enjoy the game itself. No matter how good the raid is. Like, uh, I know people have been saying that Antorus is looking to be like one of the one of the best looking raids, one of the best raids in terms of some of the fight styles and stuff like that. But if you're not enjoying the people that you're raiding with, you know, it's not gonna be enjoyable.
0: That's that's absolutely true. Like the best raiding teams generally are friends. And people just get along really well. The real I mean- they
2: got was the friendship they found along the way. <laughs> Thank God.
0: <laughs> gonna wipe away a tear here okay <laughs> that was beautiful um <laughs> so uh this is a question that everybody's been asking everyone so i'm just gonna ask you do you have any predictions for blizzcon like are you pretty sure about what's gonna be announced or
2: well spoiler free aside i guess should we probably do spoiler free aside because they just data mined a bunch of things that kind of yeah. sort of confirm what's going on um but i mean we've seen from the past what three expansions that like Mop tied into Wad, Wad tied into Legion, all that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. you'd have to assume that something, you know, at the end of Legion, uh, also the stuff that we we're gonna do in Antorus is already technically leaked, so I won't talk about that. No. Uh, but you have to you know you have to assume that, that stuff's going to be um, that stuff's gonna be tied into it, so it's gonna be something, you know with the end of Antorus there, so I'm hoping there's going to be some kind of old gods, watery stuff. I mean, we see that, like, Illyria is, like, now all voidy and stuff. Yes! Which would be really cool. So, you have that, you have, like, the Netherlight Crucible, for example, where they're kind of building up on relics, and they're adding more features to relics, so I can't really imagine that relics are going to go away, and artifacts are going to go away completely. You know, I think they're definitely going to adjust them and stuff like that, but I definitely see that still, still being around. Um... I mean, it's, it's a Blizzard game, so there's probably going to be more islands that we're going to discover, because we're Most really likely. bad cartographers and our maps are not <laughs> complete. <laughs> but, you know.
0: Hey, man, islands are sneaky.
2: They're, they're pretty sneaky.
0: <laughs> so, do you think we might have, like a, like, a purple island? Like, we've had two very green uh, expansions, now we're moving on to purple, maybe? Yeah, like,
2: purple and blue, hopefully. Uh, because, yeah, there's been lots and lots of fell green, so... I think yeah. they really want to move away from that. And in terms of like old gods, we've got uh, whatn's off left, as far as yeah. I know, which is just, like an active threat. Um, and we still haven't seen anything with like the actual Ashara. So we've seen like the wrath of Ashara in the instance. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, I'm leaving now. Like, okay, we did it. Yeah. We stopped the monster that she was trying to like control. And then she just decides to go away. So. I
0: mean. Yeah. I guess that's a woman's that can... prerogative, though. So I mean, hey,
2: you know, this consent can go wherever. But
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's way more in depth than I than I expected. So thank you for that. Um, do you have any thoughts about what's going to be in that giant loot box that they're opening on stage? Ooh, that's a good point. Like, do you think it's going to be Chris Hudson coming back?
2: I don't know if they'd stuff him in a box, though.
0: Maybe it's a big box.
2: I mean, he's a pretty tall guy.
0: Right. Maybe I don't know, it's like a stuff in the <laughs> like a pokeball situation?
2: Uh are our com- are pokeballs actually that comfortable? Have we seen inside a pokeball to know? I don't... Is that humane?
0: I mean, it's questionable at best. The
2: real questions here on Legging Balls podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> 1. What's it like inside a pokeball? 2. Is Chris Metzen a Pokémon? <laughs> 3. If Chris Metzen was a Pokémon, what kind of Pokémon would he be? Fire? Ice?
2: I think be ice. Ice ice cold eyes, yeah.
0: Yeah, ice cold. Ice cold. Ice cold. If you were a Pokemon, what kind of Pokemon would you be?
2: Flying Pokemon of some kind.
0: Interesting. Just straight up flying, or...?
2: I think so. I think so. Okay.
0: So you'd be like some kind of bird?
2: Yeah, probably maybe like a Furo. Ah.
0: You know, that actually says a lot about a person. Like the way they describe themselves as a Pokemon. I mean, I feel.
2: What does it say about me?
0: It says to me that... You like to be free. Um, you're probably really afraid of fire. And you like birds.
2: I like birds. Uh, I'm okay with fire. Just as long as it's not on me. But, you know. Sure. What can I say? I think that's <laughs> a pretty common uh, pretty common thing to say.
0: I guess. <laughs> right. I think I was trying to make that more poignant than it actually is. I never will be. Okay. So, um, how can our listeners follow all of your stuff. What's all your... Tell me where your stuff is.
2: (laughs) All my stuff's... uh, It's all gonna be Automatic Jack. Uh, The jack is J-A-K. So it's gonna be on Twitch, on YouTube, my Discord, of course. The invite link is gonna be Automatic Jack as well. So I've got... I'm streaming just about every single day of the week for six to ten hours depending on IRL and depending on school because I'm finishing up my last, uh, last year of college. So... Uh, but the YouTube videos have tons and tons of priest guides and things like that coming out. Um, am gonna be pumping out a lot more Mythic Plus content, uh, and, and, yeah. The stream's always a good time, so I hope I get to catch you guys there.
0: It is always a good time, and you'll be at BlizzCon, right?
2: That's right, I'll be at, a uh, Con Before the Storm at, what, 6pm? I think that Thursday yes. night? For, like, a meet-and-greet thing? Perfect. You and you should go, because I can't tell who's gonna be there, but there's gonna be some really cool people that I wanna meet, so...
0: Totally. And we're we're going to meet in person, and I'm just going to apologize ahead of time, because I'm a big fan. Um, I won't touch you unless you, you know, say it's well, cool. We can do a hug. I'm okay with hugs. Okay, great. Can it be like one of those awkwardly long hugs where you, like, pull away, but I don't pull away? Sure, so I mean... just keep hugging?
2: I mean, I'm pretty tall, so you'd be like... I'm at How tall are you? I think I think it'll work. I think it'll work.
0: I think I'm like 5'7". You... Okay. A little
2: bit. So I'm like 6'4", so... Like, six, six, four, so.
0: Okay, That's so it's funny. like nipple height, look, maybe.
2: That'll look good, though. You know, I'm trying to pull away because it'll be sufficient squirming. Oh I'll
0: yeah, lots be- of wriggling. Maybe just like pull your hands up and start waving them. <laughs> and I'll just start like sc- like I'll just start screaming and it'll it'll like cause like a huge scene and it'll be really strange.
2: Well, you gotta have some kind of highlight for the compound storm, you know?
0: Absolutely. Maybe what we, we could like to talk about fight. We could fight each other. What? I don't know.
2: I'm a pacifist. I'm a priest. I don't hurt anybody.
0: Okay. I I
2: thought
0: this was wholesome It is wholesome, I just, I don't know (laughs) I'm just spitballing here, okay? Alright, okay,
2: don't put spitballs at me though
0: I won't I am really looking forward to meeting you though Can't
2: wait, it'll be a blast
0: Hell yeah, alright, well thank you so, so, so much For being on the show We're huge fans here, obviously You were the best part of the MDI No offense to everybody else Actually yes, offense to everyone else Ouch Best caster N.A. Suck it, everyone, except you.
2: Right. Well, I guess loot is the best catcher for you, so. Hmm.
0: Yeah, so there you go. You win. <laughs> on the, on the Thank season. you so
2: much for having me on. It was a blast. I'm looking forward to uh, meeting everybody at BlizzCon.
0: And we're back. Um, so we're going to get into the Blizzard news now, but before we do, we just wanted to announce our new Blizzard news bumper courtesy of Ben Bumhofer from Azeroth Roundtable. Thanks, Here- Ben. Thanks, Ben. Here it goes. <laughs>
3: This is the fucking news.
0: All right. so, as usual, every Wednesday, BlizzCon.com has been putting out amazing videos, like, behind-the-scenes stuff, artistic stuff, uh, just, you know, like, all the stuff that you never knew you wanted to know about Blizzard and its games. Uh, so, this week, I wanted to highlight... One video in particular, uh, it's really great. It's under the the General Blizzard video tab. It's called Blizzard Arena Los Angeles Tour. Now, as we all know, especially if you listen to this show, Blizzard has acquired an esports arena in Burbank. And it is so exciting to me just because, like, Blizzard investing in this, this property... And, you know, going all out for its esports is, is a really great sign that, like, you know, they're committed to making Blizzard esports the best esports in the industry. Absolutely. So when I saw the video on the thing, like, I was really excited. Like, I, one of my, my goals, if it's even possible, for the BlizzCon trip is to get to this arena to check it out, uh, if it's at all possible, uh, or at least look at it from outside and yeah, then yeah. drive back. So I said, when I saw this video on BlizzCon.com, I was like, oh, hell yes. I want to <laughs> see that shit.
1: She did. I heard her say that. No, you didn't. I did. And I was like, what the hell are you talking
0: about? I said it in my mind, probably. Although no, you sometimes definitely said I it out loud. I feel like I say things internally, but it's actually externally. Anyway, this video... and. I- on BlizzCon.com, there's a bunch of videos and they're all uh, very nicely professionally done with lighting and like transition and and editing and stuff like that. And so that's what I expected for this video. Not to say that this video isn't professional, but it does not have transitions. It does not have editing. It's... Um, really? Yeah. It's Peter Imager. He works on the global broadcasting team at Blizzard and he literally just starts outside and then takes you through a lot of the building like the stage uh the store a bunch of like behind the scenes places uh like down the hallways down the stairs where the casters are going to be awesome etc but like as cool and as interesting and wonderful as this video is it's just too freaking adorable for words like i'm sitting there like grinning at this cuz this dude like he's so nervous and like Aww. at the beginning <laughs> it it starts with him standing outside of the of the building and like there's like this dead air of him just like standing there like waiting <laughs> waiting Waiting and then he's gonna, like, "Hi, everybody!" Time for the intro. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it reminded me of like those uh, those uh, industry videos that you'd watch in elementary school. Like the teacher would roll in the the TV oh, and be like, "Today we're going to learn about sand." It and didn't then... matter what
1: you were going to watch. Exactly. Just the fact that the TV was yeah. coming in,
0: but it was just like there's no music, no lighting, no makeup, no transitions. It's literally just a camera following him all around, and it's so cute. And he does a great job but it's just it's so cute how like basic and and genuine it is so awesome i don't well, know i'm definitely going to check that out yeah like i don't know if it's just me but like definitely give it a look and and it, it's just it's just too cute and it's it's really really interesting and cool awesome uh, so as usual if you have an actual ticket or a vir- virtual ticket you can see all of the videos on blizzcon.com if you do not have a ticket at all you can still see some of them so uh get on there and see what you can see awesome lb newsline News you can use unless you refuse. All right, so we're currently in the midst of Burning Crusade time walking, which is awesome. That goes to the 24th of October. So good you'll be times. definitely very good times. So you'll be uh, going through the Alcatraz, the Black Morass, <laughs> Magister's Terrace, Manitoum, Shattered Halls, the Slave Pens, and of course. The Black Temple raid is back for the second time. I'll snap. Oh yes. So um you can uh you can go up and do that. Um the difficulty is set to normal, like any normal level raid. It's not available through raid finder, so the only the, the the difficulty with this is that you have to find uh 10 to 30 people to do this with, and it is not easy, especially if you're going in there with people who have never done Black Temple before. And there are a lot of those people that weren't around back then. Yeah. So hopefully, like, now that this is the second time, like, maybe there's, there's gonna be more people who are familiar with what to do, but it is difficult to find that many people. And then when you do to, uh, to get through all of the content, and it does take a very long time. That being said, it's definitely worth it the the gear that drops is like eye level 900 demon hunters have the possibility of getting the war of azanoth and it's just a really good time and it it's so nostalgic for people like Thorne and I who are you know around back then so
1: yeah and just so much good transmog
0: oh fuck yeah and 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 little items and and it's just it's just a fucking good time so i uh, definitely recommend doing that um and besides that of course we are currently in hallow's end everybody's favorite seasonal event well actually it's it's not mine because i like Loves in the air the best yeah no
1: i I like this one though but this one's wonderful love, love love doing the daily boss and not getting the mount for another year in a row actually i used to get pretty annoyed at that now it's just kind of funny and it kind of gets funnier and funnier
0: Maybe you'll get it this year if you try really hard. Eh, I'm not going to
1: try really hard, and then maybe I'll get it.
0: Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I mean, why not? I mean, you haven't really tried that strategy yet, so hopefully that works out for you. Um, for the,
1: I'm far from alone in this, so for all of you out there doing the same, I love you, and yeah, I feel your pain. Good luck, guys.
0: Uh, I'm sending you some good juju right now. Do you feel it? Oh, yeah. Ooh, it tickles. It's dingly in your dingley, and also in my dingley. Whatever that is. Uh, so uh, Halloween goes to November first, and there are a few things new this year. Yeah, I love when that happens. There's a new costume set. You can look like Xavius.
1: That's pretty cool, actually.
0: That's friggin' cool. There's it's a pretty badass set. Uh, new costumes. Uh, I think they're toys. It's a horse head and a horse tail. It's not on like the the cool like uh, dragon costumes that they have with like the head, the middle, yeah. and the the tail.
1: I like those.
0: I do too. Um, probably the coolest thing I think is the new pet this year. His name is Naxi, and it's a tiny little Naxramus that follows you around. Oh my
1: god! He like, Floats
0: around. He likes he's barfing green stuff. Like he's so <laughs> cute. I'm currently working my way up to getting him. I think he's like 270 tricky treats. I think I'm I'm at like 70 right now. So
1: that is a fucking adorable.
0: I know. He's so cute. So it's def- like
1: literally the Naxramus building, but yeah. tiny, tiny. And, and
0: cuter, way cuter, very cute. Um. So, uh, good luck to everybody trying to get him. And uh, of course, there is uh, a a new quest. It was around last year. Um. You go to Valshara and you, there's this there's this quest. Um. That begins with the Hag of the Crooked Tree in Brandon's Brook, and you follow through that quest, and uh, you'll at the end you'll receive some tricky treats and a chance to snag. One of the one of three amazing looking witch hats like it's the new witch hat model. So if you're looking for like a spooky transmog, definitely get that uh, that quest. I didn't get one last year. So I'm hoping that I do this year. Um, They're pretty cool. They are really really cool. I do, too. They're they're very updated. And you all know what the old witch hat looks like. Not (laughs) not great. (laughs) Not great. But, you know, still good. But yeah, so good luck to everybody Working towards that headless horseman mount, uh-huh. <laughs> including you, Thorn, and, uh,
1: yeah.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> I feel icky!
1: And oh, now, it's time for some Hearthstone news!
2: Here's your hosts... Scary
1: big Hog
2: Thorn! And...
3: Ugh, oh, what a rush! Feast!
1: Now available... Nemzy Necrofizzle! <laughs> trying to say that like Pat Crane says. <laughs> uh, beginning October 17th, attend a fireside gathering near you and play in a fireside brawl in order to get Hearthstone's newest warlock hero for your collection, Nemzy Necrofizzle. Okay. This card has been around for a very long time. Alright? The Nemzy Necrofizzle card. Right. But you, could, you couldn't have her as a hero until now. Okay. But the coolest thing is that that card art... Has been striking since the early days of Hearthstone.
0: Art.
1: The card the art for this <laughs> is really good. If you um, if you're not remembering it by name, this is the little gnome girl um, fishing on a pond, standing in some brush, and uh, oh, the card yeah. itself um, has it split above and below the water. And below the water, you can see that the little piece of brush that she's standing on, the little island, if you will, in the water, is actually a giant like moss monster. Right. So. It's way cool. This art has just, it, it's literally something that's been, it's been in my memory of of card art for a very long time. So it's really cool. I
0: had no idea. Oh, yeah.
1: So this is really awesome. Um, she's tiny. Uh, she's got pigtails. She has a penchant for peaches. But don't let her fool you. She is one of the most powerful warlocks alive. And now you can have her on your team. So all you have to do is from October 17th onward. Participate in a fireside brawl at an established fireside gatherings tavern near you to add her to your collection.
0: There's going to be a few of those of BlizzCon, it. Eh?
1: There sure are.
0: Interesting. Well, good luck to everybody trying to get Nemzi Necrofizzle. And um, you know, even though she's a gnome, I guess that's fine. Uh, whatever. I can I can deal with that. I can live <laughs> with it. I guess. Um, but yeah, have fun. Good luck. <laughs> we asked. You answered.
1: Here's our question of the week.
0: Hey ballers, it's this and welcome to the question of the week <laughs> How are you guys doing, uh,
1: tonight? You, you know they can't answer you, right?
0: I can hear them. <laughs> Hi guys. Um so last week I asked you guys if you could enchant one piece of clothing IRL, what would it be? And what would the enchantment do? I love this question. I figured, and this shows how much I don't know, I figured that everybody would say underpants and then the enchantment would have something to do with, like, unlimited boners yeah, or something. Well, clearly. Clearly. But you guys are way smarter and more creative than I am. And so we've got so many interesting and poignant... Is that how you say it?
1: Yeah, I think so. Poignant. Yeah, it's a funny word. Poignant
0: poignant answers, so let's get to that. Uh, Bill on our Discord channel says, well, for the new question of the week, I would say, a head that lets me understand and speak every language.
1: Ooh, nice.
0: That would come in handy if you were in a different country that didn't speak English.
1: Yeah, but maybe that, that's what he'd use it for, is to like become an ambassador or something. And-
0: yeah. Gersera uh, says, my underwear, enchantment, mojo. Do I make you randy, baby? Well, do I? <laughs>
1: Nice. Zendara says, "A bra, fitting into every shirt no matter the cut, straps hanging out or looking cute, and never having it stretch out because bras are freaking expensive."
0: That ah. is that is true. Uh, SpazWesson says, "How about a vest that sprouts wings that provide actual lift and glide ability?"
1: Ooh, that's like an actual in-game answer.
0: I mean, if you gotta if you gotta wear a vest, maybe it should be, let you fly or something. <laughs> Remember, my nana would make me vests when I was little. They'd have cats on them. Then I'd just wear vests. I had this like. What the fuck was it's it? Forgivable
1: like, because there are cats
0: on there. I know, but it was like okay, it was like a long sleeve brown velvet shirt with the cat vest on top, and this like necklace that my uncle got me from this weird country, and then these like black stretchy stirrup pants because it was the nineties, white socks, and probably these like green running shoes with velcro that said earth day on them wow yeah no that's that you was were that girl bad news
1: i mean that's good because it helped make you into who you are today without those stirrup pants and kitty cat vest you may not be the hilarious lovable fist that we all know and love today
0: you i mean maybe
1: but i'm sorry good, good god
0: yeah my favorite <laughs> outfit was those pants white socks slip-on shoes because it was easy to slip them on And then I had this giant, baggy, white sweatshirt with no hood, like, you just, like, a pullover sweatshirt. It was white, and it had three cats on the front, and they were, like, dressed in, like, beach attire. And then on the back was, like, the back of those cats with, like, their cat asses. (laughs) And then on the front, it said beach bums. So... (laughs) You know, take what you will from that, but uh I was really into fucking cats. Really into cats, and then really into Olympus get and now here I am. So no really into Blizzard. Now I'm really into Blizzard. Who knows what the future will hold? Hopefully I can just hold on to Blizz and whatever scrap of dignity I have left. You
1: better stop there, because Blizz is
0: cool. Yep. I'm just I'm just gonna stop right there. Who's who's next?
1: <laughs> Solified the IRL knight says boots and it would let me fly because flying should be allowed everywhere
0: yes like irl i think so okay
1: and in game i mean if he's got the boots then yeah how about it
0: these boots were made for flying and that's just what they'll do unless they (laughs) malfunction and then you fall and you die
1: (laughs) unsettled says glasses that gives me x-ray vision so i can see what people got but mainly for boobs I mean, look. I'm glad you're being honest. I mean, the yeah. first part of that answer, I was like, "Come on!" So you can see what people got. Come on. We know you. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: mainly for boobs. Um, I feel like that would be great, but sometimes you'd see more than you bargain for. Sometimes,
1: I think a usually, lot of the right? Time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not all like the movies. No, it's not.
0: Thayer says a cap enchantment of speak awesome, enabling the wearer to always say the most awesome things. Nice. That would be great for nice. podcasting.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, that'd be great for us. <laughs> Patty CTR says boots that let me transport wherever I need to, so I don't have to commute anymore, or a pair of pants that have exactly enough cash to pay for what I need when I stick my hands in the pockets.
0: Oh, man, that's great. What if you stick your hand in the fly? What happens then? Then you get paid. You get paid. Cash money. (laughs) My dick. I don't know. Upgrades. Upgrades. <laughs> just keep saying words and I'll repeat them louder. <laughs> That's glasses. How you, glasses. That's how you podcast, by the way. Ice tea. Ice tea. Booty. See, anybody can podcast. You just need to know how to do it properly, and we are helping you guys by being excellent podcasters.
1: We, you just gave away the special sauce, though. Now they're going to notice that all we do is repeat each other over and over.
0: Oh no. Oh, we don't no. repeat each other over and over. No, we
1: totally don't repeat each other no, and over and over. No, we totally don't.
0: Mama Natrix 75 says, my bra, so it wouldn't be so pokey, but still make the girls look amazing and perky. Gotta love the girls. That would be great. I hate being poked by yeah. my bra. So Blinks says,
1: I would enchant my pajamas to freeze time so that so that way I could sleep for however long I want to and get more gaming time. I could stay up till 4 a.m., put on my time-stopping pajamas, and get eight hours of sleep without missing my work day. No problem. Oh.
0: I have, like, dreamed of, like, scenarios kind of like that so many times in my life. Oh, yeah. Just, like, you you wake up and you have to go to work and you're just like, why can't I just stop time and get some more sleep and then go? Like, I'm fucking too tired for shit. There
1: was some, like, Nickelodeon show about a girl who could do that. She'd put her fingers together. Like, her pointer fingers. She'd touch them together and it would freeze time.
0: Is that not a porno?
1: No, but it sounds like it should be.
0: It is, though. There is a genre of porn where people stop time. Seriously? Yep. Just, time-stopping porn? Yep, just type in time-stopping. <laughs> I swear to God, most of it's Japanese. Fleecy says...
1: Okay, no, sorry,
0: I'll be right. It, it's, I'm, I'm working here. Hey. Ah. Stop it. Gross. Okay. Porn is, gro- porn is gross. <laughs> yeah. gross. <I'm> watching. <laughs> Fleecy says, I would enchant my underwear to allow teleportation. Because who wouldn't want to be able to teleport with fancy enchanted underwear on? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Never pay for travel again. Want to travel the world? Fancy teleporting underwear. Late for work? Grab out the porting underwear. Fridge too far from the computer? Teleport to the fridge! That's a good idea. Yeah. I mean, people are usually wearing underwear. I'm sometimes wearing it. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes. (laughs) Sometimes. I would if it teleported. Especially to the kitchen.
1: Especially the kitchen. Michael Van says, "My wedding ring to give the powers of Hercules. I have the power." Okay, not my idea. My wife does that all the time when she puts her ring on.
0: That's adorable.
1: That is really cute.
0: By the power of Grey Skull, <laughs> etc. Kairdren says, "I'm going to say gloves with a plus 15 to engineering, so I can fix my own bloody car, or dishwasher, or air conditioner, and have not and not have to deal with repairmen." Yeah, hey, that's
1: a good idea. That's, that's a very practical. Great
0: idea. Yes.
1: Milwaukee says I would enchant my pants with the battery charging enchant cell phone noise at 100% I know it's not sexy but god damn it's practical
0: yeah very helpful as well and like just like charging somebody else's phone they'd be like oh no my phone I'd be like come hither let me touch it <laughs> and they'd be like don't touch me and I'm like not you the phone but you let me touch you as payment right fair that, it's that's just fair that's how the real world works Quit, flow, I know flow. yeah Exactly, exactly. Riven says, I would enchant my shirt and it would give me invisibility. My shirt already is indestructible, soulbound, and never gets dirty. So, eat that ketchup. <laughs> 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 Wait, because you
1: could spill it on the shirt and nobody I, would see Yeah,
0: I guess. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wait. Would that mean that only the shirt part is invisible? Like you'd have a floating head above it and an arms coming out of it?
0: No, I think the shirt itself would be invisible. So it would look like you're topless all the time. But you really wouldn't be. <laughs> <laughs> Cake
1: says, I would enchant my shirt so that I would always look svelte and sexy no matter how many tacos I
0: eat. Hey, I'll buy one of those shirts. Hell yes. That'd be great. Sign That's me to
1: fuck way up. way
0: better than dieting and exercising. Shit. Bacon says, a pair of earphones that tell me what the person I'm touching truly wants to eat. Oh, wow. What if it's the D? Hey, well, then he'll know. And by D, I mean Mickey D's. (laughs) Oh, never mind that one.
1: Kamina says, gloves that have a funky ability to transmute any food into vegan food.
0: Yes, please. wow. Holy fuck. That would be so great. That would be, ugh. And if you don't
1: like that idea, then imagine she said any food into pizza. Because who can argue with
0: that? Vegan pizza is actually really good, though. Ardwick says, shirt of mirror image. I'd send my mirror to the grocery store, to the office, to visit the family while I stay home and have fun. Just remind (laughs) me not to masturbate while my mirror is out and about.
1: (laughs) Oh, wait, wait. So, like, would your mirror image be doing what you're doing at home? No. I don't. Couldn't be.
0: Maybe he wants to wait until the mirror gets back to help out. Because, like, (laughs) if, if your mirror image was helping you masturbate, that's basically just masturbating, right? Right. Yeah. Pretty much. Flame
1: Boy 75 says, my lucky boxers are not being very lucky these days. So a nice buff from the perpetual lucky enchant would be nice in every area.
0: Oh, <laughs> <Lucky, laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Seriously, though, good luck, Flameboy. Boy. You got this. I believe in you. Winchester says, I would enchant one of my Warcraft shirts, and it would let me group up with friends in real life. Wow, raid. Hell, yes. That'd a be awesome. A real life raid. What would that be like?
1: I think it's like BlizzCon. Yeah, okay. Pylon says, Hearthstone, need an enchanted stone that would let me teleport home from anywhere. Would make travel way better if you only had to worry about one way.
0: That's true. Yeah. That'd be fantastic. Nah, mean, sis. Nah, mean. Enchant my gaming PJs so that they look like normal jeans. That way I can make them mid-gaming runs to the outside world while still looking fresh. Nice, nice. That's fucking great, (laughs) because I've definitely been there. It's like... Comfort. Oh, I'm in my gaming PJs, as usual or nothing at all, uh, but I really need the fucking Doritos, so here I go. And then you just end <laughs> up wearing your fucking gross-ass, holy, not holy, but, like, with holes yeah PJ pants, and everybody thinks you're just disgusting because you are.
1: Hey, whatever. Haters. Whatever. Mucow says, I'd want one of those and Hearthstone rings enchanted with unfatal, prevent all damage, and return to 100% health. Not only could you avoid that whole annoying death thing but you can whisk yourself away to safety.
0: Hey, that's perfect. Yes. Mukao, you're so smart. Isaminoi says, I think I'm going to jump on the whole teleportation thing. I really like Muka's idea of using a ring. So it's a Hearthstone ring, which can be bound to two places so you can get somewhere and back.
1: Oh my God, it's the two-part Hearthstone. Yeah,
0: that's even better. That's like 2.0.
1: Broken Bone said, I would want the Ring of Imagery Enchant. The wearer would look like the love of your target's dreams, so anyone that targets at fists... Will look like Ian, obviously. Nice! The other option would be a ring of dance, giving the wearer the ability to perform any dance move flawlessly.
0: That would come in handy a
1: lot. Both of those would, I would imagine.
0: Fuck yeah. At the same time. (laughs) Or something. (laughs) Uh, Ben the Mage from As Roundtable, Table says, I hope I'm not late on this, but if I could enchant one piece of clothing, it would be a pair of pants. The enchantment would be that the pocket will always have the exact change of whatever the cost is for what I'm buying. So if I get lunch, I get the total, I reach into my pocket, and boom, exact change. I want a new car, find the total, reach into my pocket, boom, exact change. I think it could greatly help with my financial situation. Indeed. I think so, too. I also like the <laughs> boom, exact change yeah. part. I mean, they, the pants would have to say that. Like, Indeed. every time you stuck your your hand into the pocket. Boom, Boom. exact change. change. And and that's
1: the, again, so that's the second, like the second time that there's another of the same.
0: Yeah, I love There's some good ideas out here. Yes, very.
1: And Allie says, I've tried to figure out all week how to respond. I'll say the glasses of awesomeness. Plus 10 to intelligence, minus 2 to beauty, plus 20 to sight. On use when pressing the right side of the frame, they become a communication device. Pressing the left side allows you to speed read anything you're looking at. Pressing the middle opens up the internet that you can see on your lenses. Oh,
0: damn.
1: That's pretty awesome. What's the minus two to beauty part, though? They're
0: probably really ugly. So you stick them on and, like, they make your eyes look really big. Oh, okay.
1: So you have to pay the price in some way. Yeah, so therefore I would
0: not use them because I am very vain. Also, I I need all the beauty I can get because holy shit. Holy shit. As if. Holy smokes, you need booze. (laughs) That's, like, every couple weeks I get, like, a new Simpsons quote stuck in my head, and that's, that one's been right in there for days. Okay, moving over to Twitter. Uh, Roe. Who's Roe, you might ask?
1: The Roe. The Ro. Who doesn't know who Roe is? Of
0: Realm Maintenance. Don't be ridiculous. Don't be ridiculous. Rose says, I'd enchant my shoes with an Irvine teleports spell and her son's bell. Suck it, airline fares. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Suck it. No, take my money. That's fine.
1: Platinum Monkey says, anti chick magnet underwear so I can stop drowning in all
0: this pussy. You know what I'm saying? I think that's, my, I'm sorry, everybody, but that's my favorite response. <laughs> that's my favorite one. <laughs> Platinum, you're just. Hot damn. What the fuck? <laughs> And, like, if you were wearing those, I couldn't even say that I liked that answer, because, you know, anti-chick magnet (laughs) kind of thing. Um,
1: (laughs) Come up for air, bro.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Don't don't drown. Please choose life. Choose life! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Spanky Hunter says a uh, hat with teleportation to three locations. Those three locations can be changed once a year just because. Also, no one else can wear this hat. Cool. That is awesome.
1: Ooh, I like the self-preservation part.
0: You shouldn't wear other people's hats anyway because you never know has lice. Yes. Yes.
1: Fresley Sparkspan says, I would enchant my glasses to never fog, scratch, automatically upgrade, never get dirty, never break, and have windshield wipers. Hey,
0: as, as wow. I, I'm sure that people who wear glasses have all of those Problems quite frequently. Yeah. So that the
1: windshield wipers is just like an extra added. Eek, eek,
0: eek, eek. That's how that's how windshield wipers sound. Thorn, is it now? I don't know. Uh, Gwendolyn Drayton says a snugly hooded pajama top with ears, of course, that make me fall asleep instantly, awake feeling refreshed, but not lose any time. Magic. Oh my
1: god! See, people yeah. are coming up with some of the yeah. same ideas because they're just good
2: ideas.
0: They're just good ideas, awesome. and like we're all suffering the same way, pretty much.
1: At Starflare says brah I would enchant it with good fortune. Hey, I'd wear a good fortune bra. Okay. Hells
0: yeah. Uh, The Lero says, underwear enchanted with plus 10 resistance to wedgies and swamp ass. <laughs> Godspeed, sir. Those are very specific. That's, that's, that's not too much to ask.
1: <laughs> Junkster CTR says, boxers that make your farts smell like Christmas. <laughs>
0: Christmas does smell great, if we're being honest. Christmas farts. Christmas farts. Damn it. Junkster, it smells like
1: Christmas in here again.
0: Yeah, so thank you.
1: We know it's you. <laughs> uh, Bella, don't mind that much.
0: <laughs> Bell of Galaxy says, "My boots with plus two intelligence since I always wear them to work and c- could use the extra intellect."
3: Okay, uh, fair enough.
0: Same, you know, you could always use to be smarter, especially me. Holy shit! Of course, so dumb.
1: Chief Vulgen said I'd enchant my sash to have the ability to reflect oncoming objects back to the person attacking me. Cool. Oh man.
0: So if you, like, go to, like, somebody's trying to kick you, they would be kicking their own ass.
1: Or you mean, like, the point at which Chief might have been killed, might have reflected things back instead right. of killing him, perhaps. right.
0: That never happened. Chief's not nope, dead. Nope, didn't happen. He's not dead. Fakupog says, aviators that actually repel bugs away from my head or watch that repels cat hair. Nice. That would be very helpful to me.
1: Oh, man. so Both so
0: practical. Not only am I covered in cat hair 24-7, but I'm also ingesting it 24-7.
1: Indeed. Well, you know, Cats. Oh, I, fuck,
0: I fucking know cats.
1: Beach bums, right? Shut Remember up. Right?
0: Shut
1: up. <laughs> Plaggy Boy says, I would enchant my boxer so that every time I fart, Smooth by Carlos <laughs> Santana, featuring Rob Thomas of Matchbox 20, plays in its entirety.
0: Oh, hell, it's just like the ocean <laughs> under the moon. <laughs> 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 It'd be funny if, like,
3: <laughs> it just amazing.
0: like, kept pl- Like, it would stop and then it would just go and you'd just be like, wow. <laughs> It'd be like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> this is, that's so fucking funny. And just like <laughs> associating that fucking song with farts, like it seems so right. You know, like that's, that's right. Rob Thomas in Smooth is basically a fart personified. Like that song is just a fart. A very long fart. <laughs> Uh, so, thank you for that. Guys. That's really good. This is fantastic. <laughs> thank you so much for those answers. We love these. You guys are so funny. Um, so, we've got a new question this week, obviously. And that question goes like this. Don't know why I said it like that. But here we are. Um, what event would you add to the BlizzCon schedule?
1: Nice. Yeah. So, nice. a
0: specific panel. Um, an event. Uh, maybe... Uh, like a World of Warcraft themed dunk tank I don't know um maybe your favorite content creator uh, has their own panel or Q&A in the, in the in the convention center not unlike the instance live uh? Uh, uh, it is, uh. that's a thing uh your favorite voice actors maybe there's like some kind of like cool I don't know like uh uh what do you call those races where you do a bunch of like a relay race and then you have to like well okay Remember, on, like in the '90s, there'd be all those like kids' game shows where they had to like run through an yeah. obstacle course, yeah, and like like look for a key in a in a swimming pool full of spaghettios. Yeah, you're thinking, and like shit Double dare? Like that. Is that what you're thinking? Yeah, of? yeah, yeah. Shit like that, maybe something like that. I don't know. I'm just I'm trying to think for you guys, but I know you guys will come up with way better shit than that. Yeah, so, let
1: them let them do it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Let th- let you guys do it. So, question: What event would you add to the BlizzCon schedule? Anything? Listener feedback time. Because the more you write, the less we have to. Thanks! Alright, we got two emails this week. Do you want to read the first one, Thorn? I sure
1: do. Hello. A few nights ago, I was listening to and watching the Pwncast podcast, and Belle mentioned a WoW podcast called Bagging Balls. Oh, thanks, Belle. Yeah. That's awesome. I don't remember what she said specifically about you guys, but it was something about a really cute co-host named Thist. So I did a quick Google search, and whoa...
0: <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs>
3: Sorry.
1: We all react that way. I decided to listen to one of your podcasts, number 120, and was delighted to learn that you both have potty mouths, too. That's, That's pretty true. much what got me into listening to Pwncast 2. Potty mouth shenanigans, and wow. Fuck yeah. You guys are freaking awesome. My favorite podcast duo ever. That's all. Holy shit.
0: Yeah. Thank you for that. It's
1: pretty early for that. Aren't you? Don't you want to wait and like make sure that, <laughs> you know, like. Let us on disappoint
0: you. It won't yeah, take yeah.
1: We'll, we'll, we'll bring that back down. Don't you worry. I listened to 121 tonight and I'll spare you the lengthy details, but to summarize, probably about three quarters of my friends I met either through WoW or because of WoW. I met a bunch of people in WoW about 10 years ago and last summer finally went on my first plane ride from Pennsylvania out to California to meet them in person. It was awesome. My two housemates are people I met at work because we all played WoW. WoW and other video games helped teach me how to socialize and meet people. Thank you guys. Keep kissing at <laughs> Keep kicking ass. Regards, Thandrin, Master Sergeant, Army of Stormwind, Hand of the Adal, Champion of the Nehru, etc., etc. Oh wow! Though my main is Alliance, I have many horde, horde tunes too, so don't hold it against me, lol.
0: I won't hold that Thandrin, against you. Thank you very oh. much. What a,
1: what a great note. I really appreciate that.
0: Seriously, thank you. Just like you, you guys definitely don't need to email us and like compliment us and stuff, but you guys do anyway, and it's just it's so fucking sweet, and we really appreciate it, and. Uh, We love reading them on the show uh, because we want to show you that we read them and that we really care about what you guys have to say. So thank you. And compliments will, in fact, get you anywhere. So, (laughs) That's a thing, too. Not
1: quite anywhere. I've got chick magnet repellent underwear. (laughs) You don't need it.
0: Hey! Okay, uh, second email is from our friend Solified. Nice. Uh, And he says, oh, and so if you guys don't know, Solified is an actual IRL... Night.
1: Like the real deal. The real deal. Wields a motherfucking sword and shit. Yes,
0: and we're going to see him- Rides a house. On uh, the Wednesday of BlizzCon week. Um, He's going to be doing some cool-ass night stuff at Medieval Times, and it's going to be all Blizzard-themed and shit. Yes. So here's what he has to say. What up, my lagging balls people? I wanted to let you know that there's a special code for Medieval Times blizz 34 for discount tickets if anyone else will be in the area during blizzcon awesome a perfect nomad in marketing help set it up hey perfect nomad hell yeah going? bro thanks a lot man um if you want to you can announce on a show just did that for anyone who might want to attend the tournament come and cheer on a guilty irl as i fight to the death lol awesome, you guys how cool is that hell yeah so that's on what that is the first <clears throat> yes
1: yes wednesday the, the first of november, november so if you're there early enough definitely um suggest getting your medieval times ticket for that night. We will be there. We're going to be in solidified section cheering him the hell on. hell yeah. Um so watching yeah. him
0: wield that big ass we covered this jousty stick. What was it called? <laughs> a jousting stick. Uh like a jousting appendage, I don't know. We we definitely covered that and I have already <laughs> forgot what it's called. But he going to be doing that probably. Who knows? Um, but thank you, Solified. So that was Blizz 34 for discount tickets. If you want to go see Medieval Times during BlizzCon, um, we've also got two uh, iTunes reviews. Nice. Shall I read those? Yes, please do. Let's do it. Uh, this one's from Matt SEO, and he says, "Funny, fun, funsies. Even if you do not play World of Warcraft or any other Blizzard game, you'll find the Lagging Balls podcast 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 extremely entertaining."
1: Fun fact. What? That is Matt Cummins from the Gangpush Squad. What? Yeah. He told me during their show.
0: <laughs> thank you. Yeah. So thanks, Matt. Thank you very much. The second one is from he- Hel- Helha. Helha? H-I-E-L-H-A? H- I- e- L- H- Helha? Helha? Uh Helha says, <laughs> best set of balls out there. Oh, thank you. I don't know. That's fine. Um, I've been listening to this podcast since July 2017 and haven't looked back since. The hosts, Thorne and Thist, will keep you laughing the entire time. Their organic cadence and widespread interests have something for everyone who is a fan of Blizzard. Unless you're a Starcrafter, then you're out of luck. Sorry, guys. (laughs) Um, but it shouldn't matter. Listen to them for the updates, the laughs, and let them make you feel a little closer to your favorite game company. Every listen to their podcast brings a smile to my face, and I will always recommend them to anyone who will listen. Ashley, patron for life.
1: Oh, man. Ashley,
0: my sweet darling, I love you. Thank you so much for that. That's really sweet.
1: Seriously. Holy shit.
0: And speaking of sweet, uh, we have some new patrons this week. Oh, my God. Rachel, Justin, Tootsie Holes, (laughs) Karubo, and Christopher. Holy crap. Thank you guys. Five more people. I know. This is nuts. We are getting the the question and the reek responses, we get in the emails, we get in the reviews, we get in the patrons. Man. We we feel the love so hard. Is it any wonder that my penis is just aching from this perma boner I've had for <laughs> almost 2 years?
1: No. No. Cuz no. uh 4 hours is supposed to be the limit, but um, going on two years is a long time. That's you how know you funny? know that
0: people love you. What? I found
1: something on social media this week that said, um, yeah, it was from two years ago and it said, Hey, our latest podcast has a hundred listens and it's only been 10 hours.
0: Was that you? Was that your post?
1: Yeah, I posted that. I was, that. I was super proud of our hundred listens. <laughs> like, Oh my god, that's cute! Yeah, I was so I was so proud of this this little video. Yeah, and see, guys, start. like
0: I know a lot of you are content creators and and really passionate about podcasts and stuff. Just start doing it. Like yeah. if you're interested, just start doing it. It's gonna sound shitty. You're not gonna be awesome at it right away. You're gonna fuck up. People aren't gonna like you at the beginning, but if you just keep doing it, you will get better. More people will listen. You will be able to save up for better equipment. You'll meet people in the podcasting community who want to help you and will give you advice, us included. You know, like the most important thing in podcasting is just to keep going, be yeah. consistent. So that's what we've been doing. It's taken us ages, um, but now we're here and we've got all of you just like supporting us and contributing and being present in our lives and... Like That's way more than we ever could have asked for, so like we really appreciate it. We come from extremely humble beginnings, and now we're here with all of you, and that's all we wanted, and we have it. So thank you guys so much for supporting us and making our dreams come true and making my boner hurt so much.
1: Yes, and speaking of boners, we had our first um, patron hangout.
0: We did last night. Just this week,
1: yes. So uh, Rachel, Justin, Tootsie Holes... Karubo <laughs> and Christopher, thank you guys for getting in on this. Um, it's way above and beyond. Um, for all of you guys, uh, we are looking to do more and more um, patron-specific stuff. Yes, Look for that. Much more of that coming after BlizzCon, as you can understand. A little nuts between now and then. But <laughs> definitely more of that coming. Um, one of the things we did during that patron hangout was to talk about things that we could do differently or better or You know, in a different way for the patrons in particular. Um, So we're looking at more of those per month. There's going to be a lot more coming down the pipe. You'll be watching for it um, on the patron website to get. And there's a
0: lot coming down my pipe. (laughs) If you know what I, you guys know what I mean, right? Yeah, I know. Okay, good. Yeah, It's coming down my pipe. Thanks, guys. Thank you, guys, and thank you, Automatic Jack, for coming on the show. Yes, indeed. (laughs) There's
1: one last thing I forgot to tell Automatic Jack.
0: What's that? Bye, Felicia. Oh yeah. That's probably important information. Hey, ballers! Send us your thoughts, comments, dick
1: pics, whatever. We appreciate all content and feedback. Now stay tuned for some other stuff that's awesome.
3: Greetings, gamers. This is Mucow, your guide in treating a common gamer condition called altitis. As we settle into patch 7.3, it's time to... Focus? Again? Strange as it sounds, the Legion Expansion has really put an emphasis on focusing on one path or alt. With artifact knowledge automatically increasing every week, there is less of a need to grind out every alt's artifact power. Every alt gains access to the Dandalite Crucible and other Argus amenities once one character unlocks them, so multiple grinding isn't needed. Also, with the crucible's power being linked to artifact level, it is best to focus on only one weapon. Even reputation pays to focus on, with the upgraded Argus flight whistle now being a toy that all alts can use once obtained. And with the count found unsoundly gear drops sealing the deal, it really does pay to keep a main out as your focus. But there is something that still benefits from an army of alts, and that's the endless horseman's reins runs. If you have questions, tips, or want to discuss a topic further, find us on Twitter at altitis.net. And show notes can be found on our website, altitis.net. On behalf of the Alt Army, we hope you find this information useful in the treatment of your altitis.
1: Thanks for listening, Ballers. Here's where you can find and follow the show.
0: Our website is laggingballs.com.
1: Email us at laggingballs at gmail.com.
0: Follow us on Twitter at LaggingBalls.
1: Find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash LaggingBalls.
0: Reblog our Tumblr at LaggingBalls.tumblr.com. For Twitch,
1: YouTube, Instagram, and Google Plus, search LaggingBalls. Lagging balls.
0: Basically, just search lagging balls and you'll find us. But avoid image searches if you know what I mean.
1: <laughs> Until next week, ballers, we love you inappropriately.